I am the way, the truth, and the life, says the Lord. Philip, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you for so long a time? And still you do not know me, Philip. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or else, believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son if you ask anything of me in my name, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. We just had our parish staff meeting like an hour ago and I started with the collect and, and somebody said, which James is this again? And I said, the less. And they said, how much would it suck to make it to sainthood and have to share your feast day with somebody else and still be called little brother? And I smiled and I said, I don't think you mind when you get there. And I don't think you do. In some ways, I think that actually is the point. I think, I think the keener insight here is that the church wisely, antiquely, associates the saints with each other. Philip and James, Peter and Paul, other James and John, Cosmas and Damien, Francis and Claire, right? We pair saints together because, and I know I bang on this drum all the time, but it's because it's important. Saints make saints. And nobody gets to be a saint all by himself. We could take 10 minutes to try and tease apart which James is which and exactly which did what part. I don't think that's especially useful. I mean, it might be in a Bible study class, but for our purposes here, what's important is that James and Philip are paired together from the very beginning and that for at least a time, they ministered together. They worked side by side. We bond with each other when we work together. 
men do this especially. I'm certainly not saying it doesn't happen with women, but, but you know, like when you want to get a guy talking, don't ever sit face to face with him. Make something to do. Work on a car or in a wood shop or something. Face together and do a job. And that's how we, we bond. Well, Philip and James worked together side by side, probably elbow to elbow in the Lord's vineyard. And it's precisely how they grew individually in holiness. See, this is why we can't be saints alone, because we need each other to wear off our rough edges and to show us, at least occasionally, the living face of Christ. Jesus is playing off of a uh, kind of mythic trope. He certainly knew about this. Everybody in his day did. But the, the Greeks and the Romans loved stories of their gods coming in disguise. Zeus famously makes himself in the appearance of a swan in order to meet Leda. But that's not the only example. The Norse did this too. Odin was always hiding around as a beggar and then throwing back his hood and like Gandalf revealing himself to be something more. But what's different here is that in the mythic trope, right, when the god reveals himself, there's a sort of a big ta-da moment, and then the person disappears. Jesus remains. He remains in frustration. The old gods tried to cover themselves and sort of played a game or a prank on their followers, but Jesus doesn't do that. If anything, he's exacerbated. How long have I been with you and you still don't know who I am? What's wrong with you? What's it going to take? He remains with us, especially in the sacraments of faith. And he remains with us in the face of the Christians sitting next to us. There are couples sitting here and more who have someone at home. When's the last time you saw Jesus in that one? Not said his name because you were frustrated with them, but actually saw him in them. When's the last time you saw Christ in your brother or sister? I mean, literal brother or sister, because most of us have them. Or, maybe hardest, that lady at church that just annoys the daylights out of you? Could Jesus be there too? Where could God be hiding in disguise? Not to play gotcha or surprise, but to remind you constantly and perhaps to sigh yet again and call you by name and say, still you do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father.